Hey folks, this week's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com slash world of row. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. Thanks, and let's start the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the World of Row, a podcast interviewing other podcasters, people in DIY culture, authors, comedians, and everybody else that you can possibly imagine. And now, here is your host, Row. All right, people, let's do this. Sit back, relax, and re- crank up that audio level to the highest decibel because you're going to get into the World of Row podcast. This podcast is available to you every Friday on iTunes, Google Play Podcast, Stitcher Radio. And there's a lot of other podcasts out there, you know, like Yarn and Player FM. This podcast is available on all those um, different type of podcasting apps to listen to audio. Uh, the best thing that you can do for me is take the time to leave a five-star review. Um, leave those leave comments, whether it's good or bad. If you think I need to work on something, let me know. I would really appreciate it. Spread the word of mouth out on this podcast. I rely on you. You, yes, you, my dear listener, tell your two friends, and then they tell two friends, and then they tell two friends, and so on, and so on. You get the idea. Tell as many people as you can about the show. I would really appreciate that. And with all the support that you guys offer me, I really, I can't say thank you enough. And it helps my show grow, and it, it really helps this, helps out the podcast and helps lead to many things and open up many doors. And I, you know, hopefully it's a lot of good stuff, right? So, um, yeah. Anyway, so all right, so let's uh, let's shift gears here a little bit. Here's uh, some, you know, rows. Uh, we should call this. I don't. I don't really like to do segments. I like to just say intro, you know, mono log, meat and potatoes of the conversation of the interview, whatever, and then outro and done. So I guess we could call this like Rose thoughts, maybe some take takeaways from the week. I guess so. You know, doing a podcast. Um, we we really try to come up with amazing, interesting content week by week. And there's a lot of podcasts out there. Uh, shout out to Potter family and all the group of people that are in there and that are involved with that. Thank you guys for always being supportive and showing love to my show and to pick and row and everything. And you know, that's thank you. So that being said, it, it is an inspiration and it is, you can't look at it as a grind because it, it, this stuff does take time. You have to be really serious about it. You know, and I had a friend of mine come up to me and say, Hey, I was, he, he was thinking about starting a podcast and he was asking me questions on how to get it done. You know, and I gave him my two cents on what I think he should do. And yes, I, I, you know, when you start a podcast and, and case in point, we did last year, we looked at minute, minute, <laughs> the most minimum amount of money to spend and looking back on that now, that was probably the wrong way to look at it because we ended up buying, well, I ended up getting more equipment, stuff that I needed that's going to make the sound, the sound quality better, better microphones. And I let him know, get the stuff that you need, the stuff that you want right away so that way you don't have to worry about it. And it's nice to talk about this because this is a theme. It's a recurring theme on this week's podcast with uh, my guest. So it, it it was really like, hey, you got to, the most the most important thing that I told them was aside from the equipment and everything like that is whatever whoever's going to do this they need to be very serious about it and they have to make sure that they if they're wanting to do one once a week that they follow that format whatever they decide to do they have to be consistent with it 
And he was just like, okay, cool. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully it works out for them. I, I don't know if it, he'll, um, if they'll actually end up doing a podcast, but it was nice to, to kind of, um, share some insight and everything like that. It, it was really cool. Yeah. I, I felt like I'm, I'm making a difference. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, uh, the week's been good for me. Nothing much going on, actually. Just uh, doing some yard work, you know, doing all the the the, the husband fatherly thing, you know, and and uh, it, the cutting the grass is always fun. Let me tell you, with the rain and everything. So I don't have to go into you know stories about that. So I'll leave it at that. So anyway, so this week's guest is uh, Jeffrey. Perry from the podcast fiend. He's been podcasting for quite some time. He's done three different shows and I had a lot of fun talking to him. I'm actually a guest on his podcast that's dropping today as well. So if you guys um, have the time, have time, check out that podcast. I talk a lot about my inspiration, inspiration and influences and things that I want to do with my podcast. I really don't want to talk too much about all that on my show. But anyway, I had a great time talking with him. Maybe I'll talk about it more on my show. I had a great time talking with him and it's a nice conversation for those of you who are interested in podcasting. So I'm going to go ahead and play that now and then we'll catch you guys on the other end. How's the podcast going, man? Good. Um, I uh, I actually just updated the website on the show on the web the podcasting website, um, and so I've been working on that. So that I haven't put a new episode out yet, but um, I've got a few really good ones coming up. I'm almost finished with the one that you and I did, yeah, uh, too, not too long ago. But that's going to be coming out at the same time this one. So yeah, uh, yeah, you know uh, that's coming out, and then I've got a few more in the bag that uh, I've got in the editing process and stuff. So Things are going really well. I'm, I'm I'm really happy to sort of have this cushion of content that I can just sort of keep a hold of if I yeah. ever need it. So it's been working out really well, and I'm just looking forward to doing more. Um, you know, when we spoke last time, I was just on my way coming back after a right. very long hiatus and stuff, yeah. and, and taking time and just sort of really rethinking how I wanted to do the show. And mm. It's nice to to be back, and it's nice to even just record with, with you and stuff. I know that this isn't going to be on my show, but I mean, just being able to sit in front of a microphone and record and be confident, and feel good and comfortable yeah. about it again. It's just nice. It's very oh, nice. Yeah, man. I it's, it's, it's weird, right? I think, um, well, you've talked to Emily and I've talked to Emily before. Yeah. And one of the things that we were talking about was she's just like, you know, I was, I, I, I think she said it on the show. She was like, I was just really tired. I didn't know what the conversation was going to be about. Then we started talking about podcasting and she's like, Oh yeah, I want to talk about podcasting. Yeah. She, so she kind of got all giddy. And I think we all feel that way just because we love to do it so much. Oh yeah, for sure. I, um, I, Emily and I had a, had a scheduled time. Where we were going to talk about, uh, a specific topic and stuff for my show. And, uh, she wasn't feeling that great. She, yeah. she said she was feeling really sick. Um, and I was prepared to sort of have to talk her down from doing it because I knew that, like, just how Emily is, like, she would just, yeah. I, I, I had an f- inclination that she would be, you know, you know, come hell or high water, she would be uh, doing the show. And yeah. I, I prepared myself to be like, no, take your time, rest, and we'll do this later. It's fine. <laughs> um, but luckily, I guess she was either just really sick or just, you know whatever but she just i didn't have to do it. i didn't have to talk her off that ledge so oh that, well that's good that's yeah good. no it's good that she got she got a rest and hopefully we'll talk soon but yeah no yeah. I, I she always gets that second win no matter what if you want to talk about podcasting or 
uh, anything related to it, uh, she will uh, jump at the chance. And yeah. I think that's how a lot of us are. Uh, oh, in, yeah. In a Potter family and everything. It's just that, like, we, we love what we do. And that's sort of what makes uh, the shows that we do good is that yeah. it's it comes from a labor of love, not a uh, financial means. Most of us are doing it just out of our own pockets. And right. we all just have this, this love for the craft and love for the art uh, of doing it. So... I, yeah. uh, I absolutely can sort of understand and and, and, and empathize with, with that. Of uh, course. With that notion. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, Jeff, you, you have a couple of podcasts or you've done a couple of podcasts. I've done several. <laughs> yeah. So you, <laughs> so you're, you're right now, your show is called podcast fiend. Yes. Where did it, this whole idea of you getting into podcasting start? I mean, where did, where oh, did it, yeah, man, man. love That's, to hear the story. Yeah. I mean, it started around high school, um, you know, I've always sort of been a, a a tech geek. I've always been interested in tech and stuff. And um, I forget how, but I eventually I was also a really big film nerd as well. I um, I actually originally went to school to go and get a degree in film and video. Yeah. Um, I eventually just got a degree in broadcasting. I've been working in the news industry now for a little over a year, but um, I was really into film and really into making movies and. Uh, learning the craft of filmmaking and stuff. And it's still one of my favorite things to, to sort of watch and enjoy is, is films and stuff. But, um, when I was talking about films and stuff, one of the guys that has always been an inspiration for me and, you know, love him or hate him. It's been Kevin Smith. I really enjoy oh, yeah. his stuff. And, and I know, I know a lot of people, especially like real film snobs don't like his work because it's not, uh, up to par, I guess, to their right. standards or whatever. But like, I like him for his his writing. I enjoy him, and I think I relate to him really well because because you know he is kind of like me. He's just this nerd that uh, had this notion of just why not me? Why can't I make a movie? And he did it. He he put himself into you know twenty seven thousand dollars in debt or whatever, yeah. and made his movie Clerks, and you know managed to sell it to Miramax for uh, you know however much he spent plus $250,000. And it was just the Cinderella story of when, uh, you know, in the early nineties where independent filmmaking sort of took its rise. And, right. you know, he came up the same time Quentin Tarantino came up with yep. uh, reservoir dogs. And it was just this, there was just this culmination of just like my interest in film and everything. I started hearing about him, watched all of his movies. And then I eventually heard that he was doing this thing called a podcast with yeah. Scott Mosher, the guy that he's been, uh, who's Scott Mosher has been his producer for almost every film he's done, and and uh, he's been in every movie he's done as well, yeah, right? In some in some f sort of capacity for the most yeah. part. I don't think he was a part of um, that Bruce Willis movie with uh, with Tracy Moore. I forget what it's called. It's I was, oh, it's a uh, 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 yeah. I gosh, um, um geez, some man. cop or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I'll, I'll look it up here. But oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But like he, like Scott Mosher has always been a part of him. They met in film school. They've been, they, you know, became best of friends. When Kevin Smith left the film school and dropped out, Scott Mosher said, "I'll come and produce your show or your movie, Clerks." And you know, they've been, it's been a working relationship with them, and you know, a really good friendship with them for years. And they eventually just decided to start recording this thing called a podcast. I don't know how right. Kevin Smith heard about it or what the story is behind it, but. They were just like, I want to do this podcast. And they sort of had that same idea of why not me? Why can't I do it? So they yeah. started to record. And that was the first podcast I ever listened to was, was Smodcast. Yeah. And it was just after the whole uh, 
Southwest Airlines incident that he had where he was too oh, fat to fly. Oh, yeah, I remember and, that. And I was hearing that they, like, he eventually, as soon as he landed, he recorded a podcast and talked about it with his wife, Jen. And yeah. I think that was, I think it was one of the first episodes I ever listened to. And hearing him talk about that and everything else, and it was just insane to, to sort of see how, you know, anybody can sort of record. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. So I started diving into podcasting and trying to learn more about it. And I listened to a whole bunch of other shows and uh, like like Nerdist, Joe Rogan Experience right. was around at that time. Um, a lot of these big name ones, I just sort of looked at the top list of podcasts at the time. And those are the ones that I listened to. And then um, I eventually started researching and learning how to, like, you know, what does it take to really do a podcast? Right. And I eventually was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I had a friend of mine who's a, who's a web developer now working for Amazon, but he was a college buddy of mine. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was when I really first started doing podcasts. Uh, I mean, I had recorded a few things here and there, but nothing really came of it. But uh, the first real podcast that I want to say I did um, that meant something well, they all mean something to me, but the first one I sort of took seriously was one that I did with a couple of buddies of mine called On Air, because we couldn't think of a better name. We just decided to call it On Air. <laughs> oh, and, this uh, is more. It sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't the greatest name, but we, we, we were more interested in just doing it. It was me uh, and three of my other buddies, um, and we sat around with a couple of mics and just started talking, um, whether it was pop culture, film, or whatever. We just started doing it, and uh, we had a few episodes recorded, and then uh, with the college life, people got busy, and it just sort of fell to the wayside. But um, I'd done several shows before then, and um, I just really loved sitting down and just talking with people about things that I'm interested in, yeah. hearing other people's stories and things. And, um, you know, I, I just decided to, to just keep doing it. And my first show was about the film industry. The second show was just sort of a, uh, a non-topic podcast where we just sort of hit record and just started talking it was me and my good buddy jeff um, yeah and and my girlfriend courtney and we recorded a few episodes of that and then after that that's when we started doing on air and then from there i uh did a solo show called jeff's breath dropped that went back and did another solo show with a new name for reasons that are still beyond me, I don't know why I just decided to <laughs> to do something different. Yeah. Um, I, I think I made up some excuse of like this is going to be a totally different format, but it was like the same thing. And, and it was just and it was just because you wanted to do a podcast. Yeah, I'm no, I mean the reason yeah. that I, I I always sort of would go back and do podcasting was because I thought that podcasting was something that I really could uh, enjoy, and, and and I did enjoy. It. I mean, there's a reason why. Um, yeah. I kept doing shows after I dropped them, you know, yeah. while there was this feeling of discouragement every time I was like, all right, this show's not working. I'm going to try something else. Yeah. I just kept going at it because I, I mean, honestly, I think it was just the ease of just of like how simple it is just to, to set it up and get it going. And like the entry level of podcasting, like the entry cost and the entry knowledge is just, uh, especially yeah. nowadays is just so, so small that anybody could do it. And, right. you know, I've always had this idea of just like, why not me kind of thing. And it's, um, I've always yeah. wanted to sort of do it. And, and, you know, there's a, like, I always kept going back at it and I thought there was a reason for it. And then, um, when I eventually stopped doing what Jeff says, which is the, the second solo show I did, um, with the new name, yeah. I was, I was really trying to figure out why do I continue to want to do podcasts, but none of these shows seem to, working right. and i eventually came to the conclusion that um you know it's either i am not having a topic at all or i am picking a topic that uh, involves a ton of research and 
It's just something that is uh, not as fun anymore. Like, I enjoy film, but I can't do pop culture research on it, uh, mainly just because it wasn't of interest to me. I like to talk about uh, things with friends about movies, but it doesn't, didn't really relate well to a podcast. And I did a comic book podcast about image uh, comics, and I enjoy image books, but it turned out to be way more cumbersome than I thought it would be, especially for a weekly show talking about yeah. comic books. And I just sort of got discouraged with that. And the shows that didn't have topics at all, I felt were too broad. And then I eventually came to the conclusion of <laughs> I'm doing all these podcasts. I'm doing yeah, all this I was stuff. just about to like, say, man. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing all of this stuff that is related to podcasts. I put my time in to sort of learn how the craft works from a technical aspect. Sure. And I always enjoy talking with others about podcasts. Why not just do a show about dedicated to podcasts? Yeah. Yeah. Why not just do something like that? And that's when Podcast Fiend sort of came into culmination. That's when Podcast Fiend uh, turned into this idea. And I talked to a couple of friends of mine who are interested in podcasting. And I asked them, like, what do you think about this kind of show? And um, they were they were hesitant mainly because of my track record of making shows and then dropping them. Very quickly. <laughs> uh, but they were interested. They're like, if you're going to stick with it and you're going to do it, then do it. Um, but, you know, I'm they were hesitant just because of how often I just started new stuff and just never continued with it. But right. uh, they were supportive in their own way. And I just decided, I just decided to start doing it. And I was, I was very pleased with the results and very pleased with the uh, community that I found that is Potter and family where, uh, right. you know, Emily from class little podcast. Uh, she was one of the first people I ever met uh, doing this. It was actually from a, uh, a blab, which is essentially like an online chat room for right, somebody yeah. streaming video. It was really cool to, to sort of meet other people. And uh, I, you know, before then I talked with Mike Murphy, uh, who I met through a, a Google page, Google plus page, believe right. it or not, it was the podcast and Google plus page. I, I posted, I was like, Hey, I'm interested in doing this podcast. I kind of want to talk to somebody about it. And um, I was just trying to make efforts to sort of not make the same mistakes again by, making a show getting overwhelmed with it and then just dropping it and right. so like i met all these really awesome people and um the community of podcasting is just incredible especially independent podcasters that don't have uh, financial means of doing this full-time or then just do it because they love it and right. it was really really humbling to sort of see all these people take their time out and talking with me and helping me and getting things ready and that kind of put fuel to the fire and I just decided if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this right. And I'm, I'm going to do this to the point where it's going to be a show that I continue to do. And so I made these made this goal to do a podcast every two weeks and total out to 26 episodes for the full year. Gotcha. And that's sort of been my goal now. And I, I did take a three-month hiatus, but I plan to sort of catch up with the with those six episodes that I was supposed to put out and, and find ways to sort of do it. And, and um, But like... I never really lost faith in the show like I have in others, mainly because it's something that I am confident I know at least a little bit about more than the average person. And that's sort of what the podcast is for. It's for the average listener, uh, either looking to create a podcast, help out uh, in, and improve their show, or right. even just look at things from a different perspective or hear from other podcasters itself. And so that's kind of where uh, my story from the beginning of my podcasting career or podcasting uh, hobby to to now, and that's where I'm, where I'm at now with podcast fiend. And podcast fiend, I think, is going to be something that I am confident is going to stick around much longer than most of the other shows that I've done. 
Um, you know, most of the other shows that I've done never even made it to 10 episodes. And while I'm only at five episodes now, um, I, I have three more in the works and I've got a few more recording and yeah. I haven't lost steam like I have in other instances. Yes, I did take time off, but that wasn't me losing steam. That was me trying to get my life together with personal things and then trying sure. to figure out what's going on with the show. It wasn't the same reason. It wasn't the same reasons as previous episodes, but like to answer your question, that's sort of uh, <laughs> the beginning to, to present yeah, <laughs> in this yeah. long, drawn-out sort of well, explanation. Well, you know what, man? That was a very good, thorough, detailed answer, man. And I, I really like the origin, man, where it all came to be. And I think what when you gave me a, a very lengthy answer, but a good one, like I, like I'm mentioning, because sometimes and I'll ask people, how'd you start? Well, I decided I did this. I wanted to do this. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. it's not like I'm not I'm not interv- I mean I'm not trying I'm. I mean, it's an interview, but at the same time, you were discussing, and I like the way you you brought up Kevin Smith. And yes, man, amazing writer, amazing director, and I, man, and I, I could see the inspiration there for for you. And a lot of people who do podcasting, a lot of them have always said Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith. And yeah, I like, I like how your show's done. You know, I, I'm really, I was really glad to be a part of it. And for, and you know, we we kind of talked about you know sitting down and talking and do this one, and it, it's. You, you, I think what you're doing the, with the three month hiatus and you're getting your stuff together. There's nothing wrong with that, man. I, I totally get where you're coming from because at the same time, you don't want to burn yourself out and put yourself in a situation where you do get turned off by it. And right. I'm being a podcaster like yourself and wanting to do this like on a daily basis if I could would be awesome. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And the the reason to start different ones and finding a different areas to reach because did you on any of those podcasts where was it just you or were you co hosting on some yeah. of those? I mean, there were some where I was I was a co host, and there were some that was just basically a solo show. Like yeah, uh, like uh, movie suck was with a couple of friends of mine for the most part. Uh, on air with, with was with a few buddies of mine. Um, and then uh, all the the couple of other ones that I did Jeff's Breath and What Jeff Says, which were yeah. essentially the same show. Those were primarily solo shows. I mean, with, with with What Jeff Says, I did have Emily on, and I rebroadcasted that oh, on, yeah. on this one. Um, but like that was basically it. I didn't really have too many guests uh, before then. I mean, I spoke with other people and used clips in What Jeff Says. Like so, sure. I I started integrating having more people uh, it, it, into the show with that with that. But primarily, it was just me. Um, and, and I mean, it was partly because I couldn't find guests. I didn't have the sense of community like I do now with Pottered Family. Right. Uh, and that's sort of another reason why podcasting, I think, is going to stick around more is because I've got people like yourself and like Emily and like the rest of the, the Pottered Family crew and the Slack chat that we're all a part of. Sure. That we can just sort of talk. And if we ever have any issues or whatever, we can just sort of, you know, have them hold us up and, and they've got our back and it's, yeah. it's it's nice to have that sense of community that i haven't had before um, right and it, you know when you have somebody that uh gets you gets what you're doing gets what you're what you're interested in it uh, it absolutely will uh push you to continue it as opposed yeah. to just drop it most um, definitely yeah but like yeah i i did a lot of solo stuff and i just didn't i uh, i think that um I do a couple of solo episodes here and there. I've got one mm-hmm. actually in mind that I'm going to be doing for this show. But um, I like having guests. I like having right. people to bounce ideas off of, bounce things off of with. And it, I think it, it turns out to be a better show. And, yeah. you know, there are all there are a whole bunch of 
awesome solo shows. Like Bill Burr's got one that's awesome. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of comic book ones that I've listened to that are, that are really good solo shows and stuff. Uh, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't do a podcast that's solo, but you have to sort of go in with the mindset of this is why I'm going to do things solo. This is how I'm going to make it. Like you have to really like plan it out more. Right. Um, because you kind of are talking to a wall and you kind of have to find a way to get past that and sort of find ways to make it seem like you're talking to a person. And right. it's just, it's very difficult to do. Um, yes. Talking with experience. It's just, it's just super hard to, to, oh, to be confident enough to be like, all right, this is good enough to put out. This is good enough to sort of broadcast to the world, essentially uh, where it's just me talking into a microphone and you don't have anybody to bounce ideas off of. And you have to, sort of get past your insecurities and do it that way yeah and did you find trouble when you had a uh co-host with you on your on your other podcast where they were kind of on the same page as you wanting to get content out or was it kind of like hey we got to do an episode today are you ready to do it was it kind of just organic like like let's make it happen or did was it always kind of like i guess a challenge uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. I've had, I mean, it depends on, on what show we're talking about here, but like in a general sense, I have yeah. had people where I, it was like pulling hen's teeth to try and get them to come on and just yeah. talk with me for a little bit. And other times it was just like, all right, cool. Let's do this on like a weekly thing or let's, uh, you know, let's schedule out for the next month and let's just, let's get ready for, for the next few episodes and let's do it that way. And, you know, it, it kind of just depends on. Uh, the kind of person that they are. Are you, right. you know, if you've got somebody that is as passionate about this project as as you are, then things are going to go a lot smoother and things are going to be planned out a lot more. Um, and then if you if you have somebody that's just sort of not like if you're if you're kind of the one bearing most of the weight, uh, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to get somebody right. behind you. Um, yep. But you know, there's pros and cons to both. Like if you've got somebody that's really gun ho about being a part of it, they're going to want a hand in, in the in the the uh the content creation and it can actually kind of bottleneck itself right uh, because you've got two people or however many people that are on the show sort of deciding where they want the show to go and and if you have creative differences it doesn't mean the show is going to die necessarily but it's going to be a little bit more difficult and if you've got somebody uh you know but the, the pro to that is that you've got somebody passionate enough about it to, to show up and be a part of the show and, and be interested and be vested in this project as much as you are. And then with you, with, with somebody that you kind of have to force or, you know, uh, you know, grab them by the wrist and be like, let's go, let's do this. Yeah. You know, you've got more creative control over it, which is nice, but you know, it's kind of a hassle to get them to, to really warm up and, and do it. Um, right. You know, so there's a pros to con, but so like I have had issues with, with co-hosts in some form of capacity, whether they're too passionate or not passionate enough, it's kind of hard to find that that Goldilocks just right area. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was just curious on how that goes because when I started doing the Slack chat, Slack chat, and we had our, I, ha- I was co-hosting a show, and I was coming across issues where the inconsistency started to come in, and um, I was, I remember I was venting to Pod Underground, and he had mentioned, you know, it's a very common thing when you have a co-host, and this is no knock to my co-host on my other podcast because we just dropped an episode, and I mean, it it took, I drew, <laughs> just to kind of make light of it, we dropped the episode right, and it took literally maybe seven to eight hours for it to show up on iTunes because we hadn't podcasted in such a while that the feed had to refresh itself. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like. 
because it because we use Acast for that and um and and I emailed I mean I emailed the guy at Acast and he's used to talking to me all the time and um I guess because I'm always asking technical stuff so he sends me he sends me like a or I send him an email hey man I I just dropped this episode it hasn't shown up on iTunes can you is there anything wrong on my end did I do something wrong it's like no bro it's just been a few months since you dropped an episode on this podcast and it takes it takes iTunes a while to update the feed and I was like oh yeah. So it's just like okay, so that that explains it because you know with the solo show, I'm using Libsyn, and once I drop it, I mean it. It's there pretty quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah iTunes just thought you guys were dead, so they just sort of waited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and you know what, <laughs> it happens, but we're, we're it's all good now. Everything's everything's really good. Um, it's good. It's really good to hear. I mean, we spoke last time. We were, we were in. You were kind of. Uh, you were telling me that you're getting things ready with with the. Uh, Pick and row, yeah, yeah. Pick and row show, and uh, I almost said Poe and row. I don't know why. Yeah, you, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a, a while back I interviewed um, uh, Maximus Groves from Comcastro on Pick and Row, and during the conversation, he's like, "So, uh, how are things going with Rick and Poe show?" And I go, oh, "Man, I didn't even." <laughs> and I, I'm just like, "Okay, we're just gonna go with it." And I don't think anybody will hear it anyway. <laughs> so I was just like, <laughs> "So now I'm Poe from Kung Fu Panda. I like it." So. There you go. <laughs> Skadoosh. <laughs> so you were an announcer? Yeah, I mean, I did uh, color commentary for the football games that we did at my high school and the nice. basketball games and stuff. Dude, yeah. that is so awesome. It was. I mean, it was, it was a ton of fun. Um, I wish I could. I wish I knew more about the sports during that time than I, you know. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I was a 16, 17 year old kid. Oh, yeah, I wasn't yeah, even yeah. that much interested in sports, but I was kind of pushed to go towards that sports route because they needed some more extra hands there and. Uh, you know, just the kind of person I am, I stepped up and, and tried to, to do that. And, um, they, they had me do uh, color commentary for a lot of the, a lot of the games in my senior year. And, um, you know, I was really quiet cause I just didn't want to make myself seem like an idiot. And I wish I, I, you know, 2020 or hindsight is always in 2020. So it's kind of, you know, looking back on now, I, I know exactly what I should have done and things like that, but yeah, it was a lot of yeah. fun. And that was actually my first, uh, uh, chance to really be behind a microphone and, and do do something like that and uh it definitely sort of made me interested in uh, uh the media business in general i mean that's i mean that's where my film interest got gotten started my my broadcast interest got started like all of that started with the with this uh class i took in in high school where we basically just ran a television station nice well you certainly have the voice for it man so I didn't um, in high school. <laughs> no, no, well, I mean, yeah, I think you were just kind of like, oh, like, like, hey, we need you to do color commentary. You've got a great voice. No, you know? my my voice didn't drop until. Oh, senior year. really? So it was just kind of like a high pitched voice. Well, it was, it was, it was a little bit, th- it was a little bit higher octave than what this is. But I would have yeah. my voice crack all the time, and it would just, <laughs> it would be kind of awkward. But yeah, what? no, yeah. I I have the voice now. I I mean, my my dad and I sound the exact same. Like, and, you know, wow. I've got his genes when it comes to vocal cords and stuff. And he always had a great voice. And um, so I I appreciate the comment, but yeah, you know, I uh, I didn't always have this voice. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know what, man? I I think it, it. Well, that's pretty cool, though, man. To be able to do color commentary. I think when you're a sports, when you're really into when you're really into sports, and you want to do all the, you want to like. When you watch and you try to do color commentary, you're like, no, I, I could totally do this. But then when you're actually in front of the mic, you're, it's the cold feet kind yeah, of thing yeah, sitting you, in. Yeah, you lock up. Yeah, and you're just like, okay, well, the the lefty shoots a jumper, he makes it, or yeah. 
<laughs> During basketball, one of the go-to oh. things I would talk about was the kind yeah. of defense was going on, whether it was zone or man-to-man, <laughs> and that was it. That was almost every, that was almost everything I said because I was just afraid of like yeah. saying the player's name wrong, saying the wrong thing, saying that one of the players was 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 doing this, but instead was doing something else. And yeah, you know, I just didn't want to make myself look like an idiot, and therefore I just decided. If I don't say anything, I won't seem like an idiot. And that wasn't the case. Because <laughs> when you're doing color commentary, you have to sort of bring analyze in that, the game. You and have to analyze whatever. the game. You have to bring in a little bit of entertainment factor because yeah. you've got the, the announcer, the play-by-play announcer doing his job or her job and sort of going into, you know, exactly what's going on with, with the game itself. And you're, the, as the color commentator, you're, you're there to sort of bring – in the uh, the extra information and the extra entertainment factor because if you're not it's, you might as well just be listening to the radio so i mean yeah. it was it was it was definitely a very big learning experience during that time well i mean that's a good experience to have man i yeah. mean so you weren't exactly like uh you ever see major league uh, I haven't in a very long. Yeah, I wasn't like just a bit outside. No, it no, wasn't. yeah. Well, I was thinking like the like Monty, you know, the his play by play. He's just like he says like one or two lines, you know, and he's like light ball. That cotton. was that was essentially <laughs> me. It was between that and uh, and Cotton from uh, Dodgeball. Oh, dude! It was between those two things. I would say the most obvious things, but it would be very, very yeah. uh, sporadic and very you know few and far between. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was, it was between those two things. Like that's a bold strategy. They're, they're going man to man coverage, and then like twenty <laughs> minutes later, next quarter goes by. I'll say something else. But like, yeah, so it was it was it was a little bit mixture between those two. So do you? Yeah. So with the, I guess with each guest that you're getting, are you finding it to be like a challenge to to find someone that maybe? So I guess what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is finding the guest on for each episode of your podcast. I mean, are you? Is it because you're interested in the their podcast or how it's done, or is it just more like well, you know what I want to hear your story? I don't care if it's about you know um, man. I don't even I don't want to call anyone out, but I guess uh, like if it's if it's dick and fart jokes all day or whatever, or maybe something like about music or yeah, even I mean, is it just more the general consensus of understanding how you know wanting to know what the podcasting thing was for them? Well, um. I, I like to talk more about the technical aspects, and right. I mean, I do like to hear the story and stuff, but um, I'm always just sort of interested to sort of, like, the way that I sort of decide who I want to be on my show and, and be a guest and stuff is um, trying to find people that are available, and I usually go to Potter and Family, and that's, you right. know, it's not the number one criteria, but if I can find somebody that's passionate enough uh, to, to be, you know, in the Potter, and, you know, be with Potter and Family and be active in there and... I'll check out their show. I'll, I mean, that's my first step is I'll find somebody right. that's active and then I'll check out their show. And if I like their show and I like the the kind of thing that they're doing, then I'll reach out to them and be like, hey, I'd love, I'd love to have you on my show and, and, you know, talk about that. And mainly I just talk about the, what their show is, uh, how it sort of came into fruition, and then what um, kind of setup they got. And, you know, kind of, and like sometimes I'll tell like um, – like with you, I, I spoke with about like having guests on because you right. and I kind of do the same thing as far as finding right. podcasters to talk to. 
Now, I was really interested to sort of hear your 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 side of how you find things, and yeah, and then and and I mean now you're asking about me, so it it, it you know it makes perfect <laughs> sense for me to, to yeah. ask about that because it's really interesting for me to to sort of mm-hmm. find out that kind of thing because it's not only just about informing my listeners; it's also about trying to get more information for myself because I always want to improve. Right, you know, there's always room for improvement. And yeah. So like there's there you know there's those things and that I'm interested in to talk about and that's sort of how I f- I find my guests to, to a make sure uh, find somebody that's active because that sort of implies that they're passionate about what they're doing and they're interested to sort of get their their show out more and they they would be more vested into being a part of the show and they would work more with me Definitely. to schedule something. And yeah. then I then I have to find you know do I like the content of that show? Do I think that it would bode well to sort of ask some book questions whether it relates to uh guests or something else in the podcasting universe that uh could help my listeners in in the long run where they could learn something about it as well as be entertained and you know if if i think the answer is yes then i'll reach out and then we'll schedule something and then we'll go from there and then that's i mean that's basically the, the cut and dry of how i find guests now um, in the future, I'm actually thinking about doing something a little bit different. Um, I mean, it's the same kind of idea, um, yeah. but instead of trying to find uh, a podcast that I like and then try and form a topic around that person, I'm actually kind of – I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to do that. But one thing I'm also going to try and do is try and find uh, a topic first and then try and find guests to sort of fit that topic Yeah, uh, because I'm, I'm afraid in the long run that I might step over myself more if I, you know, if I go over topics – more frequently the same sure. if i go over the same topic more than once on a regular basis um yeah. you know which can be doable if there's a new inter if there's a new um perspective of things but i'm worried that there might not be so i'm trying to find new ways to sort of reinvent how i want to do it reinvent the wheel if you will sure and uh you know that's one thing instead of podcaster find topic then record it's topic podcaster then record so right. it's just flipping the the order of operations, but sure. um, I mean that's kind of how I I find my guests at this point is just sort of uh, find somebody that I like. That's the number one thing for me is I want to find somebody that I can really mesh well with or really uh, empathize with and and, and really enjoy uh, what their show is all about. And that's sort of the one of the bigger criteria is if I think I can personally get along with them. And it can really get behind what they're doing and am interested in what they have to say in something, then yeah. I, I find it. And, you know, there have been some shows where I'm just like, uh, you know, this show's cool. It's not for me. And I don't know if my personality would go well with this person. So I just sort of, I, I you know, I, I cut it right there. I don't go any sure. further. And, yeah. it's, and, you know, it happens with anything you do. But, yeah, I mean, that's how I find my guests is just to sort of uh, to, in that order mm. of operation. That's how I do it. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, that, I was just curious on how you, how that was how that was working out for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, I, mean, I mean, it's working out really well. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I'm I I haven't had uh, anybody on my show that I've you know uh, questioned afterwards or regretted or anything. And I mean, I've only had a few episodes, but like the people I've talked with uh, and you know been been a part of are, are really really cool people and really have really awesome shows. And I I've yeah. been fortunate so far. And you know, I think it. Uh, I think it has to do with just the the awesome people that I find, and uh, you know that that Slack chat that we're in with Potter family hashtag Potter family right. is a really good resource to sort of uh, go through it. So yeah, man. You know, there's there's if you're doing your your goal is to do an episode every two weeks. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Every two weeks so far. Yeah, man. Well, you can 
do like at least three years worth of podcasting for at least four years worth of it if you if you just stick to the people in the slack chat but I mean, oh yeah it's an ever-growing thing too so it's yeah. just sort of i mean it's a really nice resource to have for for what i do yeah and, and i and, and it's and yeah man i mean i i think the the one thing that i was kind of enamored with a little bit was how you how you told me you you spend a lot of time editing and everything and i think that that's that's pretty awesome how you how you do that you put a lot of time and effort into mm-hmm. it you want to make sure that the show sounds good the content sounds good and when you hear the the you know the the end result of what you what you put together is it makes for a great episode and um, thank you yeah man of course um i'm looking forward to hearing hearing ours but i mean i'm not i'm not wrapping you up by any means we're, okay. we're gonna i this is a good this is a good conversation i want to keep going but yeah, i just yeah. wanted to give you a shout out there but um i guess it, what you're is it more of like a i mean i i did want to ask you one question but i was gonna i was i was gonna ask you one question but it's leading into a different one so i'm gonna ask you like two i think so i'm here or, all day man go ahead <laughs> um running a website you're doing that yourself right yeah um oh. I, I i mean it's i've had a lot of help you know my buddy um mike rappin who's also the host of i read comic books i've had him i have an episode with him on the show that's coming out soon yeah i've been on his show before um you know there's been a lot of uh you know i've been friends with him for years now you know i met him in high school or uh, i'm not high school college um and you know we've been friends since and he now works over in new york for uh comiXology and amazon um, nice. and it, yeah he's he's really good at what he does as far as web development and stuff he got a degree in computer science and he's a really cool guy and he is, you know, he's my guardian angel trying to set things up. He, he set me up with my first WordPress website, and I've been, I played with WordPress for a while. Um, but I recently moved the site over from uh, WordPress to Squarespace, um, primarily because WordPress is just its own beast. I don't know how much you know about web development and stuff or whatever, but like. Yeah, not a whole lot. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Word, I mean WordPress is essentially this wrapper you can put on a website and you can create a website that way but you have to have an idea of 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 coding you have to have an idea of what you want to do if you want to do anything custom (coughs) Uh, excuse me you're fine hold on yeah no problem man but yeah if you want to do anything custom you have to do wordpress but i um i went to squarespace recently and i did a a trial run with them and, and you don't have to have a credit card to start making your website. And it was really interesting to sort of see how you can do it. Um, and I was really happy with, with what they were doing and everything. And, and Squarespace seems to be um, a step down as far as knowledge you need to have when it comes to building a website. And Squarespace is really nice to, to, to have. And, you know, with the amount of support they've given uh, with advertising, with podcasters and stuff, it was always fresh in my mind. And I, I, recently made the move over to them because of just how simple it was to make. I made that, I made the website podcast fiend, uh, podcastfiend.com. I made the Squarespace website in a matter of two days and I'm really happy with how it turned out. Um, but yeah, I mean, whole running your own website is, it, it's a lot of work and that's a, kind of the reason why they, the episodes haven't been coming out on time. It's yeah. not because I just haven't had the time to do it. It's just, I've been spending the time on, the the website the last few days okay and, and i mean uh getting everything set up and everything was uh it wasn't hard but it just takes time and you have to sort of really 
put time and, and effort and focus and everything else into it. And it's just, uh, it's been a project. Um, so, I mean, uh, I, I mean, do you have any questions <laughs> about it? Or I mean, it, no, no, okay. I, I was, I was just curious because I mean, to, to, I mean, you're, you're keeping yourself preoccupied and I know that, I mean, I, I see, I don't have a website, so all I'm doing is dropping episodes and I'm, and I'm promoting it on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram if I'm, yeah. if I am doing that. And I've been trying to, I've been toying with the idea of getting a website and I was trying to use Squarespace and I know it's literally copy and paste or click and drag, but even then I can't comprehend that because I'm not, I'm just, I can't find the, the motivation to get behind it. And this is not me being lazy. It's just like damn it how do where do i don't even know what i want or how i'm gonna start i, I this obviously takes more time to, to yeah. do and just and just kind of like oh off of instinct or off of a you know like a spontaneous thing but i was just curious because if you're if you're building a website and you're also doing a, a podcast so it, it obviously takes a lot of takes a lot of time and effort to do it yeah no it does and i mean to be totally honest with you a lot of podcasters don't need a website Okay. Um, I mean, the reason I have the website is because I've got plans for it. Sure. Um, and I, I, I intend to do more with it than just host a podcast. Um, I've set up a blog post for it where I can post personal stuff and my thoughts on things that I, might not necessarily bode well to be talked about on the podcast or whatever. Um, and that's sort of the first step of where I kind of want to move things forward. Yeah. Um, I, you know, podcast being, I want to be more than just a, a podcast. And that's kind of why I decided to invest in doing the website sure. was because I, I want it to be, uh, more, um, uh, I'm still kind of working out the kinks and stuff of what I want to do. And it's probably going to be a, a long time coming because first and foremost, I do want to get the show back on schedule and get right. things ready and everything else. But, uh, I wanted to get this podcast website set up first um, mainly because I, I felt it was necessary. There were a lot of things going on in the back end with my WordPress site that I just wasn't happy with. Yeah. Uh, it just wasn't easy to deal with. So I just decided to bite the bullet and, uh, and just do it. Um, but not a lot of podcasters need websites mainly because you can find other means of hosting them. You can use Libsyn, like what you said you've used. Um, yeah. you can use SoundCloud if you want, like you can find ways to host the audio files and get an RSS feed. And just upload and just use that RSS feed uh, to put it to iTunes, to Stitcher, to like every basic directory of podcast listeners, wherever they may be. All you need is an RSS feed. And it's super easy to do nowadays, especially with things like Libsyn and other right. uh, podcast hosting services that are out there. There's a ton. Um, you don't need a website unless you want to do more than just host a podcast. If you want to use the website to sort of make things pretty, then sure. But, I mean, I don't know how many websites I go to that are specifically just for podcasts um, unless I go there for more than just the... Uh, like they're building a building a brand kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only... I think... I mean, off the top of my head, the only website I go to um, that's podcast-related is Relay FM, And mainly because I go there because their show notes is awesome there. Um, I mean, the show notes and their, and, their, and the podcast app that I use work out just fine but for whatever reason i just decide to listen to the podcast on my phone and then go to the show notes on the website but like yeah i don't go to any other websites that are related to podcasts because everything i need is on my podcast app i don't need to to do it so i mean yeah. you kind of have to have a, a secondary purpose other than just hosting websites to uh or hosting podcasts to to really justify the time the money and the effort put in 
to make the website. So I wouldn't do a website row unless you have more plans mm-hmm. for it. Well, you know, that's I think that was the goal. That's the goal, obviously. But I was, another thing I wanted to ask you, and I mean, I don't mean to get too technical, but are you able to see like how many hits your, your show's getting off of the website? With Squarespace, it's kind of hard. Um, okay. And that's kind of it's one of those things that I, I, I kind of wish I um, could have more of. And hopefully Squarespace will do something with it. Um, but like I can get an idea of how many visits I get for it. But at, at this stage in the game, I don't even care about stats. Um, I just yeah. I mean, I don't have uh, advertisers that I have to answer to. I don't have anybody down my throat trying to figure out how many people are, are listening. And podcast statistics in general is just really difficult to sort of measure and libsyn's got a great service i think libsyn probably is the best service for stats but uh at this stage in the game i just don't really worry about how many people are listening right um i mean and maybe that's just because it's one less thing i want to have to worry about yeah i mean it's one less thing i want to i want to stress about um because i don't i don't i don't need to know to be honest and and it was one of those things that i was really uh interested in trying to like i would check it daily at first and then yeah. i eventually like during this hiatus one of those things that i thought about was actually like is stats something that i really care about and the answer was no i don't care uh i mean i care that people are listening and i care that people are interacting with me but i don't need to know if it's yeah. 10 people or 100 people it shouldn't matter and it doesn't because if people are listening and they're interested that's awesome but i don't I, it doesn't matter if I am talking to the equivalent of a classroom or the equivalent of a stadium. It doesn't matter to me. Or if it's just one person, it doesn't matter to me because I know that there is at least somebody listening out there or somebody out there that's interested in it. Um, and the stats just don't matter to me at this point. Yeah. And that's a really good, uh, good, good comment there, man. I, I like that point that you're making because if you're, you're the first off podcasting, to even want to make money or to venture out, yes, they look at how many downloads and how many st- your stats and all that stuff. But if you're going in with that mindset at the very beginning, it's not going to happen at yeah. the very beginning. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to take time. It's the same reason why I enjoy the people at Potter and Family is because you know it kind of goes back to what we were ver- first talking about is that they care about the craft, they care about the art more than anything else. They don't care about how many people are listening. They don't care about uh, how much money they're making from it because most of them aren't. And, right. you know, it's the same mindset that I've got, which is why I can kind of, you know, find people in Potter and Family that I'm interested in talking with more and find people that I'm interested in hearing from them. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it makes yeah. things a lot easier uh, for me to to do that because they've got the same idea that I do. It's that, you know, they're doing it because they love it. They don't they aren't they aren't doing it because they want to fatten their wallets because they right. probably aren't. And it's it's really hard to make money podcasting. You have yeah. to have thousands upon thousands, tens of thousands of listeners to really make a dent into doing something like that full time. Yeah. And that's uh and that's a that's another good point. And it does take if you're gonna get to that level, unless you're somebody famous, you're not gonna get there tomorrow. Right. It's gonna take it's gonna take You uh, gotta put ten thousand hours in. You absolutely oh, do. Yeah. Yeah. And the way I the way I see it, the way I started doing this was because I, I saw it to be like a creative outlet for me to find my way so to speak you know some people find things like um 
you know, exercising, building things, working on cars, whatever. Mm-hmm. To me, that what that's what this was all about. Now, do I have long-term goals for it if I find success in it? Sure. I mean, every I think I think all of us do. I mean, if all of us have the opportunity to do it on a on a weekly basis where, hey, I'm going to I'm going to be able to I'm going to be able to live off of this, by all means, go for it because some people can or some people are already millionaires and they, they don't really have to because yeah. they have loads of sponsors doing all the work for them. Where at the end of the day, we're independent. We're putting the time, hours in. We're sacrificing that little bit of extra time that we have to work on this, to work on that. But at the same time, we're never tired of doing it. We just yeah. love to do it. Yeah, it's too. it's all about the love of the craft. And that's something that I respect more than anything. And, I mean, call me, you know, uh, hippie or whatever, but I care more about people's <laughs> passion than I do their audience. Well, I think you have to smoke a lot of weed to be a hippie, Jeff. <laughs> and I don't think I don't know. I mean, no, I I I, 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 do I know not. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm no like I mean, I mean, just it's I I like I care more about uh, people's intentions. Is totally the right mindset to have when you're doing this and taking that approach. And if you take that approach with every episode, the proof is in the pudding. Right. You yeah. develop the content, you develop the, the editing's great, then you're gonna have a great show. And then I think that's where everything else comes from, traction, you know. And mm-hmm. and and going back to the website thing, I think that I feel that what you're doing is gonna be really beneficial to you as far as building your brand, as far as your podcast goes with the blog and your website and whatever else you have in mind for it. Because mm-hmm. if you find all that success then it's gonna lead to even greater things. Yeah, hopefully. I mean that's sort of I mean that's that's the goal. I mean, there are some things that I, you know. If somebody were to come out to me and go, "Hey, I will pay you um your monthly cost of living every month, no extra money for anything else, but you can do podcasting uh, full time." Sure, I would absolutely do that. I don't need to make I don't need to make a profit to do it. I just want to, right? You know, and 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 my 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 goal, you know, you know my my desire, I should say, not mm-hmm. my goal. My desire is to sort of make some money doing this whether it's sure whether but i mean i I mean that's not my number one goal sure you know yeah like my my goal is to sort of make a show that i'm proud of make content that i'm proud of and do something that i enjoy doing and podcasting is that and a podcast about podcasting uh seems to be the avenue that i feel most passionate about more most interested in and you know with all this talk about passion and stuff, one thing that, uh, you know, I think you kind of said it, I think you said it best when it was, the proof is in the pudding. Um, When people are passionate about it and they're interested in what they're doing and they like what they're doing, you can tell just by the way that they're speaking, by the way that they sort of hold themselves up, you know, you can hear confidence, believe it or not. You can hear uh, people's confidence and people's uh, intentions and you can, you can hear. I mean, you you might not be able to see their body language, but you don't need to to really see right. where they're coming from. Exactly, exactly, my friend. It's all about about how it comes in the voice, and I think that that's why you when you do a podcast, you can be yourself. And I I do want to touch up on one thing earlier that you said, where you're talking to a wall, but you're basically you're trying to talk to said person who's listening. Mm-hmm. And my monologues, I I'm actually very proud of myself because when I first started this solo show. And I don't mean to. I'm not trying to boast and brag about myself here, but I'm just saying. Go ahead, man. I'm, it, it, <laughs> I'll probably, I, you know, I think I know where you're going with this, but yeah, go well, ahead. I, I mean, you you listen to and people who are podcasters that are listening to this, or people who want to do this, you're gonna find it. And at the very beginning, you're scared shitless, and you don't know what to say, mm-hmm. and you're kind of like fumbling on your words. I just 
I just did a monologue for the episode that I'm that I'm dropping this week, and I was just like, and I listened to the playback on. It, I'm like, wow, man, that was that was pretty damn good. You can be <laughs> proud of your work and not be boasting, man. Yeah, if, yeah. I mean, if I mean, I absolutely have been there too. I've I mean, I have pressed stop on my recorder, and I'm just yeah. like, that was really good. Yeah, and. You know, you almost kind of don't want to to admit that because you feel like you're boasting too much. But if you're not proud of what you're doing, then you know maybe yeah. you should rethink it, or maybe you should oh, ask yourself yeah. why you're doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, can be, you should be proud of what you're doing. You should be proud of the product that you're putting out there. Because if you're not, yeah. who should be? Right. Because at the end of the day, it's if it's what drives you, it's what motivates you. If you feel happy with your results, then you're going to keep going. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, man. Um, what? So, what are your what are your like i guess i think we kind of covered it but um your objectives obviously with podcast fiend you drop episode every drop an episode every two weeks is that ever going to turn into like a weekly thing or is that going to turn into like a hopefully i mean it's just gonna it just kind of depends on what i can sort of make happen um the the reason it's two weeks now is because my my work schedule is kind of weird yeah like there'll be one seven day period where i'll work six of those seven days and then there'll be the next week, the next seven-day period, where I'll only have to work two. So I've got, like, this really weird schedule where one week I'm not able to do a whole lot. Right. And then the next week I have all this time. So, uh, you know, there'll be instances where I'll record before I go to work, mm-hmm. but I don't get to touch it till next week. You know what I mean? Like, it's just – Yeah. It, it kind of just – I mean, that's kind of why I decided to do two weeks at the time because it just sort of fit my schedule. Um, hopefully I can have a backlog enough to where I can just sort of put an episode out each week and then go yeah. from there. But, uh, I'm not sure when that might be. Hopefully I can, and you know, I would really enjoy doing it weekly, but we'll see what happens. But right now my goal is to do 26 episodes by December 31st, 2016. Where can my listeners find your show and find stuff about you, man? You want to yeah, yeah. plug your stuff? Yeah. You can go to uh, podcastfeed.com. That's where all the episodes are, or you can just search for podcast feed on your podcast app. I'm at Podcast Fiend on Twitter. It's my personal and the it's my personal account, but it's a, it's for the the whole brand and everything too. Um, so yeah. those those are where you can find me. Just you know, Google Podcast Fiend. You should find me wherever you want me to be. So nice. that's where you can find me. Yeah, and uh, he talk he like Jeff said, he talks to podcasters and wants to know about how they do things and what what their approach is and what equipment they use. It's all very technical. So if you're really interested in doing a podcast. That's the podcast I recommend listening to. Um, I got to be on it. I'm looking forward to hearing the playback on that when we drop this one and that one in conjunction. So, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. How do you How do you feel, man? I feel really good. I'm really happy that I got to spend some time with you and, and talk. Yeah, and, likewise. And, and, and not do all the technical stuff. And it's actually kind of making me think that maybe I want to focus more on the, the personal stuff from, you know, for, for future stuff or whatever. So well, it's it's been fun. Yeah, likewise, man. And I, I think I think what you're doing is great because because as a beginner as a beginner podcaster, I had all kinds of questions and I didn't know where to go to. So you Google you Google stuff and you read and you're like, Well, how the hell am I supposed to do that? Okay, well what am I supposed to do? And your show answers questions whether you know you ask them hey what kind of mics you use what kind of recording equipment do you use what do you you know what i mean what software are you using but making adding that personal feel to it i think make will make it even better man i mean i think this if there was a tutorial about podcasting your show should be the one because thank you yeah man of course a lot uh, really does yeah yeah dude i mean 
it's better it's better to know and listen rather than to to get in the know and reading because when you're reading you still feel like you don't have all the answers because for the longest time i had so many questions and i didn't realize where i was at to begin with and it was all kind of just pattern family slack chat stuff and listening to other podcasts where somehow the the said uh, podcaster lets out you know what type of stuff they use here and there and you're kind of like oh okay well what the hell's a, a zoom h6n or whatever mm-hmm. what the hell's a shore microphone or what the heck is a a, a board what's an interface you know what i yeah. mean so yeah and i mean you know another resource you know i'm not the only person that, that knows everything sure I, like another really good resource is just hashtag potter and family on twitter or wherever yeah. like you can yeah. if you if you tweet with that people are are a gonna see it and 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 possibly respond, um you know but I will see it because I I search that hashtag all the time, and yeah. you know uh, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that are part of that community that will find it and it's a growing community of independent podcasters that I really thoroughly yeah. enjoy and that's how I met you that's how I met John that's how I met Emily. It's how I met almost everybody that, it, that that has my back when it comes to podcasting, this community of people that I can talk yeah. with. It's been uh, a really, really refreshing and, and nice thing to have uh, after several years of just kind of doing it on my own. So yeah. that's, you know, if you are a podcaster that's listening to this or interested in it and you want to sort of connect with others more than just Ro and I, uh, a modern yeah. family is the place to be. Yes, it is. Follow, follow, us on, follow them on Twitter and hashtag it out and you'll... Like you said, you'll find everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Hey, Jeff, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed the conversation. Anytime, bro. All right. There you go. Jeff, I had a blast, man. Thanks for being on the podcast. Folks, check out his podcast. Like I mentioned earlier in the conversation, Follow him on Twitter, all the social media stuff he said. Check out his stuff. Listen to his podcast, uh, whatever. You get the idea. So anyway, I didn't mean that in a bad way. So anyway, um, thank you all for listening to this conversation. It was a lot of fun. And it's nice to hear that you can always find something in you to push you to do something that you've never tried before. You got to push yourself, right? I guess it's, it's like what people say. You push yourself to the limits that you've never reached before, whether you're working out or whatever it is. And I think Jeff's story is amazing. And he tra- challenged himself. And I think you have to do that, whether, whether you're podcasting or whatever it is that you're going to do. So anyway, that's my inspirational moment for the day or the podcast. Social media. Let's talk about that. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Vine at Roel Santos Jr., uh, you can also find the Facebook page of World of Row on facebook.com slash World of Row. I have an email address, sjr at gmail.com. If you guys want to be a guest on my podcast or if you want to drop a line to me, whatever, you want to you talk to me about something, I'm down for it. You can email me there. I usually respond right away. Um, sometimes if it's an email, I don't know. I won't respond and I will, I will respond and I'll call you out if you're some type of door-to-door or, you know, one of those people that's trying to sell stuff. Anyway, okay. All right. Um... Thank you all for listening, and I do want to thank all the people that have helped me along the way with this podcast. Pick from Pick and Row, you, my co-host, you're an awesome guy. Uh, my friend Omar Flores, who helped me set up all the, you know, get the stuff going. Oh, with uh, whether it was technical stuff, um, editing, anything like that. Omar, you're the man. Thank you so much, friends and family. Thank you all for your love and support. To my wife, I love you so much, honey, for supporting my my podcasting love and appreciation. And to my little baby girl, she's always hanging out with me when I do these podcasts sometimes. She's an awesome little 
host in the background hanging out with me. So anyway, you've been listening to The World of Roe. I'm Roe, and you are not. So let's stay tuned as The World of Roe continues to turn. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll catch you next week.